Hey, this is Sherry Reynolds. Good morning, Sherry. Happy to be here. Um, I rejoice in this day. I've been waiting for it for a long time and thankful that it is finally here. And I'm thankful for all of you who are gathered here for worship today and for those of you who are joining us online. Just a couple of quick announcements. The July Mission Project is uh, Christmas in July. The stockings are available in the Chestnut Street uh, lobby. Please pick one up. There's instructions of what to do in there. Um, do back the 1st of August. Also, this Wednesday is a big day in the life of First United Methodist Church in Gadsden. The Exceptional Persons Party is at 3 o'clock. And then that is also the day that you can start signing up for Gift to Gadsden classes. So you don't want to miss that. A list of the classes are in the church newsletter. Let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and your holy presence in it. And we thank you for this opportunity to gather in worship. We thank you for your presence with us. We ask in this time of worship that you draw us closer together and closer to you so that we might be the body of Christ for this broken world. It is in his name we pray. Amen. Let's stand. Seems like all I could see was the struggle. I'm fighting a fight that's already been won. I am redeemed. You set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains, wipe away everything. I am redeemed I'm redeemed All my life I've been called unworthy Known by the 
Because of my shame and regret When I whisper you say Child lift up your head I remember oh God You're not done with me yet I am redeemed You set me free So I shake off these heavy chains, wipe away every stain. I'm not who I'm supposed to be. Cause I, cause I, I have to be the old man inside of me. His day is long dead and gone. Because I've got a new name, a new life, but not the same. A hope that will carry me home. Shake off these heavy chains, wipe away every stain. I'm not who I used to be. I am redeemed. You set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains, wipe away every stain. I'm not who I used to be. Who I'm supposed to be I'm not who I'm supposed to be scary there at the end, you guys.
I saw Sherry get up here. I was like, I think I need to wrap it up. <laughs> you may be seated, and as you're being seated, the children are invited to go with Miss Catherine to Children's Church. Just a reminder, um, pew pads are on your pew. If you would take a moment and fill that out, and if you're joining us online, if you would just take a second to... Say hello so we will know who is, who is watching. So if the ushers will come forward, we will receive our morning offering. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have so much to say thanks for today. We are grateful for this opportunity to worship and, and be in this holy place with your presence. We're grateful that we have the freedom to worship and we celebrate the birth of our country. And we're grateful for this opportunity to gather as the body of Christ, giving praise and thanks to you and remembering who we are in you. God, we just praise your holy name and thank you for all the abundant blessings that we have. And we also ask, dear God, that you bless those who are sick and hurting, that you forgive us our sins, that you help us to be better disciples of you, and you bless these gifts that we are about to give to you. May you multiply them and guide us in their use, all for your glory and for the coming of your kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Come out of sadness from wherever you've been. Come brokenhearted, let rescue begin. Come find your mercy, oh sinner, come near. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can heal. 
Oh, earth has no sorrow that heaven can't hear. So lay down your burden, lay down your shield. So lay down your hurts, lay down your heart, and come as you are. There's hope for the hopeless, so all those who've strayed, come set the table, come taste the grace. There's rest for the weary, and rest that endures. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can cure. So lay down your burdens, lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your face. Oh, wanderer, come home, you're not too far. Lay down your hurt. Lay down your heart, come as you are, come as you are, fall in his arms, come as you are, there's joy in the morning, oh sinner be still. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can heal. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. So lay down your burdens, lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your face. So lay down your hurt, lay down your heart, come as you are. Come as you are. To the outside world, this may look like an ordinary Sunday, but to me it feels like anything but ordinary. Um, to me it kind of feels like a first date. You're checking me out, I'm checking you out, we're trying to see if we like one another. We both have uh, anxiety. 
We both have energy. And we're both kind of wondering what the future will hold. And in addition to that, I have some anxiety myself. I've been out of the local church for five years. I'm your first clergywoman senior pastor. I am new to, to this worship. You, you've asked me to lead worship today, and I've never even been in a Sunday morning worship service here, and I don't know when to come up, and I come up too early, and I get up here and I realize I can't see the words to the songs that you're singing, and I'm just sitting up, up here in front of you. And, and James, want, yeah, James thought I was coming up to sing a solo. And to top it off, it's 4th of July weekend, and a lot of people are out of town, and those who aren't out of town wish they were out of town. So it feels a little strange. And this could be a weighty day for you, too. Some of you are, as I said, anxious about the transition. Some of you are grieving because you miss Andy and Pastor Sam. This congregation has been through a lot this past year. And here is another change. What will the future hold? In addition to those anxieties within... You could be bringing personal weight with you. We all have something going in our, on in our lives. That might be health issues or family problems, problems at work or with your neighbors or in life. I don't know, but we all bring something with us to worship. So you see, to the outside world, it may appear like an ordinary Sunday, but is it really ever ordinary? Well, no, it's not. Not because of what we bring in Sundays of Transition, but because Jesus takes the ordinary of our times of worship and makes it extraordinary. I invite you to take your Bibles and turn to the Gospel of Matthew, the 18th chapter, starting with the 18th verse, Matthew 18 18 through 20. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you ask, two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am among them. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, we thank you for these words that our Lord spoke to his disciples and in turn speak to us, reminding us that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And he is with us today and we claim that promise of his presence. I ask God as we look to your word that the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable unto you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, this is like any ordinary Sunday, I guess. We're listening to the sermon, we're collecting an offering, we're singing songs, we're gathered in the sanctuary at 9 o'clock. Tradition continues. 
But as I said, this is a Sunday of transition, so it's a little bit different. But every Sunday, while it has its traditions, is always something extraordinary because of Jesus' presence with us. How many times have you heard that scripture where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them? Likely many. If you've been around church for a while, you've been to church services or Bible studies or maybe the Thursday night worship when there's a few people gathered and the preacher will say, well, Jesus did say where two or three are gathered, I am among them. But I think it helps us to understand this passage is not just about a small number of people gathered, but about the promise of Jesus' presence even in the messiest and most difficult times even ordinary times or extraordinarily difficult times like transitions. To help us understand the context of this passage, let's look at the entire chapter of Matthew 18. The new Oxford Annotated Bible calls chapter 18 sayings on humility and forgiveness. I like to call this chapter the nitty-gritty of conflict and relationships. And that's what it is. It's all about conflict. You wouldn't think that Jesus would say these words in the middle of a chapter about conflict, but he does, right in the middle of it. So Matthew 18 starts with the disciples arguing, which one of us is the greatest? And they go to Jesus, and Jesus says, Whoa, if you want to be great in the kingdom of heaven, you've got to be humble like a little child. And woe to the one who causes a humble or childlike person to fall. And then he goes into the parable of the lost sheep. And then moves to what to do when your church gets into conflict. If you have a conflict with anyone in the church, you should go directly to that person. And if you can't work it out, you are to bring in another person to be a witness. And only then, after handling it in private, are you to bring it before the church and let other people be involved. And after Jesus says this, that's when the scripture reading that I shared comes in. He said, when two or three agree and gather in my name, I am with them. Jesus makes a promise that when there is conflict and disagreement, if you come together, he will be with you. That's pretty cool to think about. Jesus is with us in the most difficult times. And then Peter asks, okay, Jesus, I get this, but how many times should I really forgive somebody? Seven? And Jesus says, no. Seven times seven, or some translations, 70 times seven, meaning a perfect amount of forgiveness. And then he goes into a parable about forgiveness, reminding us that we should forgive from the heart. And as I said earlier, right in the middle of it, Jesus makes a promise to be with us in the messiest of times. Jesus makes a promise that he is with us when we agree and come together in his name. But isn't that just like Jesus? We see it again and again in Scripture. And I especially remember Jesus showing up in the 20th chapter of John. If, if you read the 20, John 20, you'll find that the disciples 
have come together after the crucifixion. They've heard rumors that Jesus is alive. And maybe he is alive. That's what the women say. But they're terrified. They're afraid that those who crucified him are going to go after them. So what do they do? They come together in their fear and uh, trepidation and they lock themselves in a room. They're locked away afraid and Jesus shows up. In their worst moment of doubt and being terrified, Jesus shows up for them and he breathes his spirit upon them and they are transformed. Not only can we see this in scripture, but you probably have a testimony of this in your own life. I do. I do. Um, I've been a district superintendent for the past five years. And if you don't know what that is, that means a supervisor of churches. So it's been a contentious time in our world and in the United Methodist Church. And I experienced that as a district superintendent. Went into some many, many hostile situations times when I didn't have peace and no one where I was going had peace but I felt peace I felt peace in the people who prayed for me I felt peace in God going before me and even in very difficult situations Jesus was there he was there when I needed forgiveness and when I had to forgive people I did not want to forgive Jesus was there and he challenged me and he helped me and it was a beautiful thing. Anytime the body of Christ gathers and agree in his name, even when they disagree on other things, even when it is a difficult time, Jesus is there among his people. I believe that this is a powerful scripture that we can claim in our lives every day. When we come together in times like these, when we agree and come in worship, Jesus is with us. That is sacred. That is holy. That is how God works. So take a, take a moment. Look around. Just look around at the people gathered here. This is the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is beautiful. And Jesus is with us. We are Christ's body to a broken world, to the hurt in Gadsden. Jesus is with us. Jesus made a promise that he is present here today just as he has been over the history of this church. For over a hundred years, Jesus has been showing up. He's showing up today and will continue to show up. And as he promised his disciples, the gates of hell shall not prevail against his church. Jesus is here. And that is extraordinary. And that is good news. How does an ordinary Sunday become extraordinary? Not by what we do. Not by the song, sorry James, or the prayers. Not by our efforts, but by our coming together, Jesus shows up. And that is beautiful. Over the next five weeks, we're going to look at the extraordinary ways that Jesus works in our lives. Uh, through our calling, 
through being part of our lives even before we are aware of it, through saving us, through our baptism, and through going out to a hurting world. And this Sunday, we're going to start this by one of the ways that I believe Jesus is most present, and that's through Holy Communion. And Jesus' last night with his disciples, he told them, when you take the bread and drink the cup, remember me. And we remember that he is with us and that it was a body given for us and blood shed for the forgiveness of our sins. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, you made us in your image to love and be loved. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. By suffering death and resurrection of your only son, Jesus Christ, you delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water in the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and take, said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here. And on these gifts of bread and wine, Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ and one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father. Amen. Um, my husband Rob is going to help me serve uh, this morning and know that all are invited to Christ's table who seek to be in loving relationship with him. So you come as the Holy Spirit leads you. Uh, Rob and I will be serving in front of the uh, communion rail. And if you would like, you may spend time in prayer at the communion rail. And if there's anyone that needs to be served at your seat, just let us know when we finish serving everyone else. You may come as the Spirit leads. I've got a friend Closer than a brother There is no judgment My strength, he 
Do I need to say something? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. This is my first time here. I don't even know where you are. <laughs> I don't even know where you are, Sherry. Oh, so we got, we got through it, James. I, I see Rob, and I was like, I don't know. I don't see Sherry. <laughs> I ran out. <laughs> if you would, stand for the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. That was fun.